to further support Illinois' media and what we do for the culture, there are a few ways we could use your help. You can follow us on social media, download the Illinois app, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Just search Illinois with a Z. You can buy merchandise or you can lend us a helping hand by donating a one-time or a monthly contribution. To donate, visit Illinois.co backslash donate. That's I-L-L-A-N-O-I-Z-E dot co backslash donate. We thank you for supporting what we do because without you, there is no us. Yeah, man, I understand that we've been trapping all day. I understand that we've been robbing all day. But one part of the day, you got to cut on Illinois Radio. You're now tuned in with Illinois Radio with your host, Vico, Illinois Jones, and Pretty Riot. Turn your radios up and spread the noise. You're tuned in to Illinois Radio, Chicago's most valuable radio show. And as always, we bring you guys the illest guests from around the city and globe. And today we got the homie Stan R in the building. Yo, yo, yo. Yes, Hold sir, on, because yes, I wouldn't finna just have my little lonely clap. You know we got you. You know, you know quite we got you. The sirens, all that. I need to do a whole DJ thing. Man, uh-huh. yeah, you, you, you know you do it all. <laughs> Give you a bomb, too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Can, I, can, I say, can we curse on her? Yeah, of oh, course. Yeah, I was say no, you have, to, yeah. you have to speak very... Like you're talking to a second grade classroom here. I got you. <laughs> no, you you, you no, talk to us like you at an event, my brother. You know I'm tuning down. You know some most of the time when you come here, you're behind the scenes. Yeah, it's the first. Now you're you're in front of the scenes. How now, does it man. feel? It's different. I mean, like it it reminds me of like DJing a little bit. Like when I'm DJing, it's like when I'm, just, I'm the only one on stage. So it's like it's like everything's. I won't say ten around me, but like it's it kind of feel like that a little bit. Like mm-hmm. I'm like kind of just. I don't say center of attention, but like yeah, I'm I'm here and y'all no, are here for me. You're in the hot seat right now. I mean, yeah, I'm definitely in the hot seat. So <laughs> I'm, I'm definitely I've been anxious for this, been anxious. So yeah, I feel like it's been a long time coming. Yes, it's been a long time. Coming. You worked hard, man. You deserve yeah. to be in that seat. Appreciate it, you know. Yeah, I mean, you know, like we, well, I, I got in tune uh, with you through managing Maddie Woods, mm-hmm. um, and you know, Maddie Woods been up here several times. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've been uh, with Maddie the whole ride. Every time he's up here, you up here chilling. That's my uh, you know, how has management been? We gonna start it there because you do so many things. Yeah, we can start with management. It's been good. I've been managing Matt for uh, this would be like 2017, 17, 18, 19, 20. This about fourth year together. Wow. So uh, before before that, I was managing. Uh, Warhol, okay, Warhols, and he was doing that for like twenty uh, fifteen to twenty early twenty late late twenty sixteen. Damn, you managed Warhol? Yeah, I managed Warhol for about a year and a half, almost two years, until uh, I passed right after the right after Speed Racer had dropped, and that started like you know that really went crazy. Uh, we went ahead and Cole Bennett started managing him. Okay. So me, you know, me, me and Cole were already tapped in, so. I just went ahead and gave reins to him. I just still a DJ. So yeah, we was doing the tours and all the other good shit. So it was fun. So you already had How did your, you how did you even get into managing like an artist in general? Because I did that for a little while and I was just like I, I never even thought about do this it. again. I really never you thought stuck about around. it. I literally was just I started DJing and then literally Warhol hit me up like, cause we went to uh we from Chicago, so I was like little homie. So like he was like two years younger than me. He was trying to graduate high school. He's like he was in Atlanta and he was already putting out music and stuff, but he was moving back to Chicago. But he's like, yeah, bro, I really fuck with you. Like, how you been uh, maneuvering, like, with, between the clothes and, 
and he started. I mean, I was DJing at that point for like almost two years now. So like, I had like a, a little bit of stigma behind my name at that point. So like, you know, so he kind of wanted me to just you know help him out with that. So I said, shit. That was like really the summer going back, the summer going into like twenty, the summer twenty fifteen. Yeah, summer twenty fifteen. And then shit, I just. I'm like shit, fuck it. It was fun. Like I don't know. Like I don't know. I literally just took it for what it was. Like I didn't. I'm a. I'm. I'm in love with music. So like, I don't know. Like I just like love love all things music. So like even the business aspect, the the entire process. So like I kind of just took it for what it's worth. I just like you know I just was played the. What's the what's the, what's the uh, motto? Uh, play you dealt the hand you played or something. Mm-hmm. Dealt the hand you played with. Yeah, so you I good just, with cars too. As we see, you yeah, good so with I playing just, your hand. You just you know. Opportunity, so why not? Because you know, Warhol, his career, you know, took off around, yeah, yeah, around right that time. time you was managing them, yes, sir. Uh, you with Maddie Woods, Maddie Woods' career is taking off, and, it's, and, it's, and it's, it's a beautiful sight to see to see like to be there from like the very beginning and it's actually watch the growth. Mm-hmm. Like, literally, it's a beautiful sight to see. So, like, just being involved in that process, it's like just made me in love, but just doing that, being behind the scenes, and just making sure everything is where it needs to be. So um, okay, so let's go ahead. So being um so being a manager and a DJ, like what's one thing you've learned about the music business that you would tell to any artist like coming up, like anybody you meet, like what's one thing you feel like every artist should know just from being on the back end of music? Making music is the easiest part of the whole process. I'm gonna just leave it there because you need that's always the easiest part. Marketing it, putting it out there, getting the target audience, getting motherfuckers that actually care about it. Um, videos, getting content, putting out the right content, figuring out when to put out the right content, who to put it out with, and you're building a team behind that, that's the hardest part. Making music is the easiest part. So if you can just make good music, that's just, you're, 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 you're ahead of yourself already. So a lot of people just struggle with that alone. And they try to focus, yeah, just making good music. Mm. So like you can't make good music and you try to work on, I see a lot of artists like they put in so much marketing, putting in so much you know what I'm saying? So much content behind the, their their music, but and like it still sucks. But the but, yeah, yeah the, but the music isn't good. Yeah. But look, I, I but I like, always say I appreciate the effort, literally. But shit, the music got to be good. You so, should an honest manager. You yeah, know, like that's one thing I yes am. I, I'm very. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not no yes man. And people come to call me an asshole, but I'm very transparent. Like I don't. I don't say I don't care, but I'm. I'd rather be honest and be truthful than just. Just let shit just ride, like you know, let you feel good about how you, whatever you're doing, because that might might make you feel good right now. But at the end of the day, that's gonna hurt you. Yeah, and as a manager, you're supposed to be able to discern. Like, yeah, I know you like the way that make you feel, but as a friend, this is not. Yeah, and yeah, as, as a friend, as a, as too, a, just yeah. as a friend, I'm like trying to manage this situation. And that's the thing, either too, like if you want, like if anybody think about managing somebody, you have to be a fan of that. You have to be a fan before anything. Mm-hmm. Like I was a fan of Maddie before I was even his friend. Literally, I was a fan of. I mean, I knew Z, but like I was a fan of like I was really a fan of Matt, like. Like damn, bro, that nigga hard. I, you know what I'm saying? And it just it just kind of just worked this worked itself out. Man, bro, I ain't gonna lie. You and Maddie like so similar like, <laughs> personalities. I thought y'all was like brothers or cousins or something. Like yeah, that's my brother. Like <laughs> that's twin. That's twin them. Twin them. That's twin them. <laughs> like that's my brother. How was it the first time sitting down with him and being like, Ooh. how did you meet Maddie? Yeah. Uh, um, so my. I got pray for this pray for me tattoo right here. That's my brother, uh, my nigga Zay. But Zay, he's from St. Louis. He was my roommate um, back in college. I graduated college at University of Missouri, twenty eighteen. Shouts out, congratulations, you know and my Z. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to them. But I was uh, that was my roommate, uh, my homie Zay Tovin, for like literally my sophomore to my senior year. So I was tapped in with him, and then Zay, he from St. Louis, and Matt from St. Louis, and they went to high school together. 
So Matt was back in St. Louis, and like you know, that's they told me. So like, eventually we, we made a trip down to St. Louis. Like you know, what I'm saying I want to see how Zay, how my nigga Zay was living and shit. So we made a trip down there. I met all his homies and met Matt. And then I already knew Matt music and shit. So like, I just got tapped in with Matt just then. Like we stayed at his crib that one time, like that weekend. And then shit, like I want to say like six months later to eight months later, that's when I think I asked him to like to start managing him. Cause I just need, I just know he needed. I provide structure, you know. I just need. I know he needed structure. He needed like a little bit of. He like I say, he had good music. It's good music, but it's just about how you putting it out. You know, what I'm saying your your image or, or, or just your overall image, uh, uh, social media presence, distribution, uh, uh, what's it called, PR, publishing. You know, what I'm saying like you got to actually take care of the business side of it. So that's like again where I stepped in at. Damn. Damn! How did you learn all this shit, <laughs> bro? That's all I was about to say. I didn't go to like I said. I literally just love music, bro. I literally just I, I, I observe. I literally just observe. Like it's a it's a lot of like even back in the test. Like it's a lot of just we just gonna see how this shit go. Like you you like you learn as you go. Like mm-hmm. and you make mistakes and you just learn from your mistakes. Like you know. And it's also about having a team. Like yeah, it was it was me at first, but now we've also built a team around Matt now. So I I can I can delegate certain things to certain. Uh, Parts, certain people in our uh, in our camp, yeah, to do certain shit, so I can focus on other things, and they can focus on other things, and I can focus on other things. Now, before we get into a music break, I want to know too, as a manager, what's something that you know you failed on that made you the best manager you is to this date? Oh, something I failed on, yeah, something that that, that, that uh, obstacle that hit during your managing career. You was like, damn, I I can't do that no more. I got to make you know, I got to make sure I make things better. Um, I feel like okay, when it comes to concerts. Um, it's well, like actually like moving, like actually maneuvering. Like it's different. Like when you're actually just managing, like and different and doing like working on like releases. But when you're talking about concerts and shit like that, we like we've had actual arguments. Like oh, you got like you know what I'm saying. Like I don't know. Like when you when you're at a concert and you have an artist preparing for their set, everything has to be on point. So like that's sometimes where I fuck up at. Like you know certain things are when they need to be. Uh, I'm asking him too many questions about the set list that we should already that we should already that's already established. You know what I'm saying? Like it's like little shit like that, but it's mainly just in the moment things. But mainly, I, I definitely have uh, uh, lost the ball a couple times when I was doing concert times. But you know, I'm, I'm you live and you learn. But that's why I said like the entire 2019 uh, we were traveling, mm-hmm. shows and everything. So I literally just learned from then and there. You like I said, you learn from your mistakes, my yeah, brother. My and you sure. you done push too. <clears throat> you done work with two dope ass artists and they both them have been doing some amazing things. So I salute you on the management, for man. For sure, for sure. I appreciate you. Yo, what's up? It's your girl Pretty Right and you just tuned back into another episode of Illinois Radio. You watching my face on YouTube and you you already know what I'm about to say. What you about to say? What you about you, to you say? You wanna know what I'm about to say? What you about to Download say? that Illinois Radio app. Talk to them. Cause, cause why why haven't you done it? You come here week after week, every Saturday, to watch the new episodes that we upload and you ain't put that damn app on your phone. Why is you tweaking? Why is you, you tweaking like that? But it's cool. Next time I see you gonna have that app, or we gonna have a problem. We sitting here with my boy, my good friend, Stan R. DJ Stain. Yes, sir. I don't know what to call him at this yeah, point. It's a man of many names. <laughs> man, like okay. the man of the man of many, 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 many trades. Many, many hats. Trade, a man many, that wears many hats. No cap. <laughs> many hats, so, no cap. I wanna know, okay, so we talked about a bit of you. Doing like your management, we talked about you DJing a little bit. We kind of, but not really scratched them fashion just yet. So like, I want to know like what came first for you? Was it the music or was it the fashion? Uh, it was the fashion. I ain't. I didn't start DJing until my uh, 
senior year in high school slash freshman year in college, I've been into fashion like until I can afford it. But I've always been into fashion. But like, I didn't really get into fashion like until like my sophomore year in uh, high school. Damn, I thought you just jumped into fashion. No, no, it was. It was a it was a slow ride up. Like you know, I like I was you had to like I couldn't afford the shit I wanted, but that mean I that didn't mean I didn't know what I wanted. Like, I just had to do the research. So, like it was around the time that Kanye was doing his first LB collab. Like Jeremy Scotts was doing all that shit. Like yeah, Jeremy like Scott even like even, the, even like the, the cool gray Elevens came. Like it was just like, it was just like a, a lot of hot. I'm just, you know I'm just like a, hot, a lot of hot shit that just was coming up, but you just had to afford it and. Mm-hmm. Shit, my parents wasn't finna buy that shit, so I just <laughs> I was working. So look, I started getting my bread up and started getting that shit, and I started really getting into that shit. And then by like my um, like my sophomore end of my sophomore year, I had my my, my first brand, and like my junior year, I was in, my, in another brand. So I've been, I've been in like so I've wait, been, okay, so what was your first brand? Because I think I know, but I guess I don't. My very first brand was a brand called. Um, you remember? It was. I don't remember the. It was. It was called. It, look, don't don't judge me. It was called like ham or some shit. But it was like it was. Right, ac- it was. Mother. It was. It was an acronym. But like yeah. But it was. It was after that. It was like fine living, and that was shot Rico, Hulu brand. Me and Rico and Rachel, uh, my god brother Felton. Uh, we we had that brand for about two to three years, and then I transitioned to Well Off, and I had that brand with the trap house hats that went viral. Um, and I was doing that for about another year and a half. No, another year. And then I stopped for I stopped putting out shit for like a year because I wanted to focus on uh, the actual process of designing. And I was in school at the time too, so like I'm in school for was in school for fashion. I got my degree in textile and apparel management with an emphasis in product development and my minor in business. Ooh, so like I love it. Smart. I love check it. You out. So check like, you out. That just makes so much sense as to why everything fashion wise makes so much sense. Like the whole cut and sew, mm-hmm. yeah. and then even just shit, how you put it out there, like yeah. the business. Okay, I'm gonna let you finish. But damn, like, I just had to say. I did FL. I was like, we just putting out t-shirts and like different designs, like Photoshop, just designing stuff. Like I really wanted to. I wanted to be a runway artist. I wanted to like, you know what I'm saying? I wanted my my personal goal, I want to get a house, I want to be a household okay. name. Like I wanna be a you know That's why you call it Stan the, R. The Mark Jacobs, the, yeah. the Stan, like the Stan R, the you know, like literally so So is that literally why you switched from, you know, just naming your brand a Yeah, a, honestly I, I want yeah, I want and also it's all about presentation too. Like I didn't a lot there's a lot of brands out there, but I want my folks to know it's not I'm a designer. Not just a t shirt mm-hmm. brand. Yeah, so like it's no it's no other way to say that without just using your name exactly without just using my name. So yeah. I, I literally just had to. You, you can ask like, shit. I still like the year. I, the year I, I spent not putting out anything after the trap house hats. I spent literally, like I said, just studying, working, like trying to finish up school, but really trying to figure out how I'm gonna put out my next brand. Mm-hmm. Well, how I'm gonna present that is in itself. So like, I just knew I, I had to come correct, and I didn't want it to be no confusion because I just wanted my idea to translate. Perfectly to my audience without any hiccups or any. But what is this or what is that? You know, it's like you see by Stan R or BSR, you know, who is Stan R? That's me. It's that simple. It's that simple. Like, yeah. So now you, so you said sophomore in college, if I'm not mistaken, is when you started taking the fashion serious. No, I wasn't. No, that's when I started taking the uh, sophomore in college. It was when uh, I started DJing more. Okay. Okay. But yeah. Sophomore in college was when I started man- when I started managing. Uh, uh, Warhol. Okay. Um. So, because I, I specifically want to know, like, when you jumped into fashion, did you feel people would take you serious? Yeah. 
because it's just how I came. Like I was yeah, because Trap. I mean, not to cut you off, but you didn't know. But mm-hmm. like, because that was my era. Like I didn't know Stanley at that time. Like I'm sorry, I just said your whole government. <laughs> it's okay. My bad. Okay. My bad. I'm so sorry. I didn't know Stan at that time for real. Like I just knew him through social media, and like we had mutual friends. But like. He not lying. Them trap house hats, because it was like a, it was a pullover too, wasn't it? Wasn't it like a pullover? No, but it was or just a that. It had two. We had three different versions of hats. Oh it well, was the black and two type of denim hats and, and buckets. We had the bucket hats. Okay, well maybe that's what I don't know why I thought I y'all remember, had a windbreaker. I remember them buckets. We started with the buckets. Oh, it was the, the buckets first. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, yeah. that shit was hot when I was like. Shit, I don't know, like in high school, yeah, there, like coming out of high school. So I didn't know him at all, and I'm just like. He already had the traction, like it really went viral, and that was before like shit was really going viral. Like if you was going viral, it was like that's when a viral was a thousand that's, retweets. That's, yeah, when a, that's when viral was, was, that was like a thousand retweets when your shit just said a hundred plus retweets on yeah, Twitter. Yeah, like that like that's like, when you was going viral. So like, changed. I don't know. I feel like people would be crazy. I feel like people would have been crazy to not take him seriously yeah, because like you he didn't scale. do that shit lightly the first time around. You know, it's just hard because like I have people like you that seen it. Then it's just hard when I have other motherf- other motherfuckers just like just Think now you're just doing it. Yeah, like oh yeah, you design clothes. And they're like, oh yeah, but you you design clothes, clothes. Oh, but you do this too. Oh, you do this too. It's like it's it's kind of hard oh, just I'll laying that laying that all out to a motherfucker. Sometimes it gets called overwhelming. Plus, I'm a humble person. Like I'm not over here. I had a jacket on. Motherfucker coming to me right now. Oh, that jacket hot. I appreciate you, bro. I don't even know. Mm-hmm. It's don't yours. even know you. Like, like you know what I'm saying. Like I'm not. Like I'm not. I'm, I'm not. I can plug myself, but like I'm not. I'm not. I'm not too keen on that. Like you gonna you gotta get up with me. Like you see it, you like I say, I always say, if it's hot, it's gonna sell. Music, clothes, it don't, it don't matter. If it's hot, it's gonna sell. And what I like about you know what you do on the fashion side of things is you make it. Like seeing you with that sewing machine and stitching, and seeing you with the measuring tape, yeah, I'm like, oh yeah, you remind me, of, you remind me of my mama. My mama, oh, no. she, you know, oh, she bro. was so she would get me right, and oh, like God. seeing you do that, and then knowing my mom went through when uh-huh. she would sew. I'm like that takes a passion and it, and it, it honestly takes a skill uh-huh. and I mean yeah patience as well so definitely patience what what led you to actually you know starting to sew so you know uh, sew things and really put things together and take that time out the first thing I ever sewn like my mom sewed but like we never we never had no sewing machine in the crib she just had like needle and thread needle and okay. thread a, 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 a shoebox with a needle and thread and, and the of, pimple a, and a, all you know what I'm saying look <laughs> look I remember when I started when I first started getting into denim. Um, I bought like my first pair of expensive jeans, probably like a hundred dollar pair of nudies. I was like, "Oh, you had some nudies, yeah, that's like what they was exactly." I look some nudies in high school. Shit, listen, that's selfish. I instantly had everybody would cuff them, right? Everybody back in high school, it's all about your cuff. You got to have a nice little cuff on your jeans to go over your Jordans or your whatever shoes you had. Like cuffs was very important, yes. literally. Especially I went to Kenwood, that was very important. So. I saw everybody's had like the denim cuff. I started taking fabric and sewing the fabric on the cuff itself. So like when you flip it up, it's a different, it's a different, mm. like it's a different uh, mm-hmm. Are you color. Yeah, yeah, color, you know, texture, print. Print. Oh. yeah. Cheetah print. Back then it was like prints. Like everything was like everybody like prints. So like my my like a floral print or a cheetah print. Like yeah. So I was I you started with that. Game. Like literally just hand sewing that shit. It, it, I wasn't saying it looked good, but it looked good. From a, from a distance. distance. Like, you know what I'm saying? It was functional. <laughs> it wasn't that functional. After like three, four washes, you, you I might be smoked. Yeah. But, <laughs> <laughs> but again, they knew these. You're not supposed to wash them that much anyway. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I just started off with that. And I'm like, shit, I like, I'm a real hands-on guy. Like, even growing up, like, I'm a visual learner. I, that's why I'm not really that good at, I'm not good at math and science that well. Because like, 
you can't like you can write it out, but like I don't know, it's kind of hard to just understand certain shit. Not because that shit confusing. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. But, like, I need I need things to be tangible. Okay. That's like that's why I can understand reading because it's like a story you can, you can comprehend that shit. Mm-hmm. I can understand that's more it's, tan- it's more tangible than certain shit like that. So, uh, like, I just needed to work with my hands. I was I grew up working with building Legos, and I was like literally. So I'm like I can own a, I can be a builder or some shit. Like I don't know. Like I'm just like I always knew I want to work with my hands, and I feel like that was that. It just happened. Like, so you you talking about you ain't a scientist. It, 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 I think it comes down to a science. It comes down to a science, but I'm not no scientist. It is a math and a science. I'm a, I call myself a surgeon. Shoot. He got his own science. I, I, like okay. I, I call like myself that. a surgeon. I like that. Like the way I be manipulating that fabric, the way I should be looking with them stitches, I think I'm a surgeon. Like the way you manipulated that jacket you did, that Kobe jacket. Oh my boy! Shout out, shout out my boy Trayvon. Bruh, Trayvon. Did you you took the uh, quilt off the bed? Like yeah, did you, my, it, it turned yeah, it into yeah, a yeah. My man, my man's made. He made the designs. He bought the fabric for me, uh, which was actually like the fabric was literally about the the side of a queen size bed, uh, two like the blankets and shit. And then he gave it to me. I did my thing. Yes, you I made puffer coats. That's that was amazing, they bro. Sell, they selling for a band right now. Get up with me, bystandart.com. Say that again, bystandart.com. Y'all heard it. Hey, y'all definitely go shop with my man. That's creativity and that's real custom right there. Yeah, with gonna, his hands, that's called cut and sew. <laughs> Look, yeah, but like you gotta get, getting that respect is crazy. Like I was gonna say, you can to to get my. I have a price certain price point now, but like that's why also why I want to transition. I'm like, I don't want to sell thirty dollars tees for the rest of my life. I want to sell. Four hundred dollar tees, you know what I'm saying? I want to sell thousand dollar jackets because mm-hmm. I'm like I know what the work that is put into that shit. And I know motherfuckers gonna pay for that ticket, gonna pay that ticket because they see that that shit's worth it. And that shit like ain't no machines. It's, it's all handwork. All handwork. I mean, they my machines, but yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah they, 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 <laughs> but it's still that's yeah, it's still about, more than just going on to Photoshop making a design. And like, and he, he, he pressing that joint on it, opposed to you taking fabric, <clears throat> cutting, sewing. Stitching. Sizing, stitching, like it's way more yeah, labor going patterns. into that than just ordering a bulk pack of shirts. Yeah, so folks, <laughs> this is how that's hard things too, become be the, harder. the prices they are. So y'all understand this is why for sure, for sure. fashion designers charge what they charge because of the hard work that they it's put in into giving you your oh, custom man. design. You feel what, you what like I'm saying? Oh, so shout out, hey, shout out that uh, that no, website again. Bystandart.com. Really? What's that moment for you when you was like? I can do this shit. Man, that's crazy. You ask that because I've had that moment a couple times when I'm like literally, I, when I finish a piece, like when I'm like literally just finish a piece, um, I think it was when I made my first bubble coat mm-hmm. right before I had my first debut fashion show in uh, fall winter 2019. Uh, it was like my first bubble coat and I literally made it in a day because uh, I was, I don't know, like when I'm, when I'm like into it, I don't know, like when I'm like I was mad at my girlfriend and like we was into it and like I'm like I don't want to I want to see you for the rest of the day but she was staying with me at the time so I was literally in my office like literally just working on that bubble coat the entire day and I made that shit and it looked it fit great it looked great and I was just like damn I did this shit in like a day imagine what I could do like, like it just really just put things in perspective for Maybe me she should make you man more often I mean no we're not together no. I, I'm, 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 Look, he, he, was, I don't want to see you for the rest of the day I don't want to yeah. see you in my life yeah, yeah that's, that's my that's been, my influence the whole you dig yeah that's my ex now but yeah but yeah, you know what I'm saying there's certain shit certain shit like, like music like certain shit really can influence you to like push you to your limits like that's what I love about being passionate about being passionate about my my my, my careers you know fashion music Whatever, like, cause like, even my my friendship with Maddie influences how I manage him. Cause like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it all kind of breaks down to like really the person. That's why I also named named the brand by Stan Because I want people to understand, it's a, a reflection of me. 
Like, yeah, last night. Yeah, it's just that. Got you. Well, what we going to do? Illinois Radio. Let's get it. And welcome back to Illinois Radio. Gang, 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 gang. Welcome to Illinois Radio. It's the one and only Illinois Jones. You feel me? The dopest thing to hit the street since crack, crack cocaine. cocaine. And right now, you know what I mean? Y'all know what y'all need to do. And if y'all ain't do it already, go download that app. We got my boy Stan R still in the building with us. Yeah, yeah. Oh, this man just shoe. took his, his shoe off. This just is a coat, so I put the coat. Oh, 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 okay. Okay. <laughs> hey, you gonna smoke? You gonna smoke? You gonna roll? You gonna roll? Just don't step on them all. Oh, white G face off. You hear me? Them bitches been sitting on ice for the last month. It's been snowing too much. I bring them out for interview. I wanted to ask this question because when you was talking about you know when you was running down your school and your degree and what you majored in minor and what you minored in and. Looking at, you know, from fashion to DJing to managing music, you know what I mean? Cutting cloths and really designing clothes kind of can go with all three of those. Mm-hmm. And how you managing, yep. how you DJing. I'm, I wanted to know, like, what's something that you get out of doing all three? You said management, DJing, DJing and, and fashion. fashion. Damn, okay. Something I get all, out of all three that's like all that all kind of like comes together, yeah. brings them together. Mm-hmm. I think... It's a timeline thing for me. It's not just a wake up and then that shit happens. It's all about a process. I'm 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 a, I'm big on uh, planning. So like the to management so for so for example, managing Matt. It's not just a oh yeah we finna put out this single. You have to plan. We finna go to the studio. How you finna put it out? What cover art? What we finna? You know what I'm saying? Are we doing? Are we gonna do animations? We gonna do a lyric video? Woo woo. You know what I'm saying? That's planning to uh, DJing. Oh yeah, I'm booked this week. I got my uh, all these all these different bookings or whatever, or I got a um, plan a set, and I don't even plan sets for like like I said I have a, I deal with like aside from just uh, DJing for me I deal with a lot of bookings here in the city, which is the reason I feel like I got some of the notoriety I have today because like just like you know what I'm saying different artists that's you know that's that's here and there but still here you know what I'm saying just you know it's just it's it's, it's again it's a process to even being there like I've been in the, I've been in the music industry since 2015. Mm, Twenty yeah, I'm gonna say 2015. Yeah, since 2015, was it 2021? How long yeah, is that? That's six, six years. Six years. So imagine all the artists that you've seen to come out that's been around. The shows. Yeah, yeah, in Chicago, like yeah. you know what I'm saying. We, we do. I've been a lot of shows. We've done. I've done shows. Yes, hella. Literally. We've so done together, yeah. so it's like you see, you just get that. I don't say bond, but like you network. It's literally a networking thing. At all three. It's literally, just, it's literally a networking thing at all three. And then with fashion, I can say networking too because I have to talk to these manufacturers. For certain things other than the cutting sew shit, but even even then, like it's all it's all a process. Even just cutting and sewing, I have to lay the pattern now to get my sizes together. I have to cut it, I have to sew it, I have to even sewing it. That sounds real easy, but cutting and pattern, cutting cutting the shit, and then putting it all together for it to fit right. Do you think your the 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 your 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 set your mindset from fashion of looking at details help you manage and DJ? Oh, for sure, because I feel like it, it's all it's that's like it's a lifestyle thing for me at this point. It's not even like a, oh, yeah, I have this career, I have this career, I have this career. It's all blended. It's just the way I maneuver. Because, like, if I, that's why I said I'm I'm Stan R. Literally, I'm just, I'm, at the end of the day, I'm Stan. I might be DJ Stan, but I might be the management, but at the end of the day, I'm Stan. And that's just, I'm Stan across all platforms, literally, from the DJ to the management to the fashion to, you know, anything else I want to invest in later on in life. I'm still going to be me. So it's like I have to put myself in every single one of those situations and environments and circumstances for everything to come out the way I want it to be. So with like fashion, it seemed like fashion is so structured. Being a designer is so structured. 
Like, what's something you learned from fla- fashion that you apply to like life skills? Patience. Literally. Jesus name. Amen. <laughs> I, I, I knew pa- I, I had patience to a certain degree before I put a, picked up a sewing machine, but man, patience and because. I've I've been through everything can you, you think. Can you unsew something? You can. Okay, I'm but, sorry. Yeah, that was so that random, look, but I'm thinking happens. about like the process that, of sewing. That, like, look, that can happens you to me all the time. And it's, I put a little tool. You have to take out the stitches with. Literally, it's, it's literally it's, everything's a process. But like, um, I'm hearing time. Yeah, like time. Hey, it's time. But I'm trying to figure out how many hours in a day you got. How the hell you balance all of this? Like, like I learned in college. 24 hours of the day. You like I went to college. No, I learned. I want to say I learned. I learned in college. Like I was alone. Management skills. I was alone. No, I was alone. But like literally, yeah. I want to say I had my my brothers, but we were still becoming brothers. You know what I'm saying? But I really was on my own. I had to figure this shit out, but for myself. So it came down to critical thinking. What do you say? Discipline more than anything. Would you say it's discipline more than anything? Yeah, definitely discipline. Mo- oh, man. Yeah, definitely discipline because it's time management, but you get discipline from time management. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, it's definitely discipline because you have to be able to sit down and be like, okay, I have to do this right now for for this to, for this outcome. Now I also have to do this. I also have to do that. I also have to do that. I also got to do that. And I also have to do this tomorrow. How do you do all those things? You do it by planning it out. You have to make sure you just... I literally, I literally carry around a calendar. That's why I, yeah, I know your planner. Really, and shout out my boy Porter. But like when he put me on, he said, like, bro, you gotta get a you gotta get a planner. Cause like um I used to just do everything in my notes on my phone. Like my notes is crazy. But like Putting it I, on paper. Putting it exactly, putting it on paper. Cause I used to I used to do poetry. So I'm, I used to be big. What? <laughs> I know, right? Wow. Wow. Anybody just looked at you. <laughs> <laughs> we got something common. <laughs> now let me find out. Cause you never told me that. It's not something I always that's how I got into music. Wow. I went to we'll I talk about that from, po- from, I won't go from poetry. Uh, rapping for us for a little minute. Then one day, my producer slash engineer was like mixing one of my songs. And he did it in virtual DJ, and I'm like, "Damn, what's that?" He's like, "This is like a little, little program you got to download. Like, it's really just like a little DJ app. It's like little my little uh my Windows." So I guess uh, that's the perfect segue. So yeah, that's, that's really how, how that happened. Started. That's, that's, that's really how it started. I'm like, "Damn, this shit raw as hell." Well, that was dope. Yeah, yeah, I should say that was a perfect segue. I mean, I still touch touch base on poetry every now and then, but like, that's really just that led to DJing. So like, you know. So okay, so with DJing, like, because I I like to call myself like I could put together a bomb ass mixtape. Mm-hmm. I mean, not mixtape, but you know, a mix. Yeah, playlist. A playlist. Yeah, playlist. playlist. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna say. And I and it be playlist DJs, mm. you know. And I know you know what I'm talking about. So, like, as a DJ, what do you feel like sets you apart from other DJs on the scene? Because I know I feel like every DJ got their own style. Yeah. And it's like it's certain shit when I hear a stand when I hear a DJ stand mix, I know Stanley mixed that shit. You know. So, like, yeah. what do you feel sets you apart from other DJs? Um, for one, my cadence, just how I maneuver. For one. And I want to say, uh, I am. I'm. I feel like I'm really good. I, I pride myself on crowd control as a DJ. And I, I always say that as anybody comes to me, I'm like, "What's one thing important about DJ?" And I always say, "I pride me personally. I pride myself on crowd control. That's how I got the a lot of people to fuck with me in real time. Like, oh yeah, I'm spending this event. Oh bro, that shit hot. hot. Let me follow you. That's how you people fuck with you in real time. So like, I feel like just my ability to do that and. I don't know, like, I feel like it really come down to, like, it was a question. <laughs> yeah, it was a tragedy. <laughs> Sorry. I was saying, question. like, what do you feel, like, helps you stand apart from other DJs in the city? Oh, uh, yeah. 
I'm raw as hell. <laughs> Facts. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, Facts. I mean, yeah, I'm just like, and it's like, I come, it's about how, like I said, about how my motherfuckers maneuver, bro. So you gotta come correct, especially in Chicago. It's about, it don't matter how raw. I like how, how you said yeah. crowd control because mm-hmm. I've worked with, you know, doing different shows and different events. Like, I've um, worked with DJs that do not have crowd control. And I remember, I remember the first time hosting with Stan and like, he literally grabbed the mic from me and was like, hey, I'm finna turn up. Like, he said something because I was so like, I was, I wasn't hosting with Jones either. So I'm like, Hi. And that's what DJ's <laughs> for. Right. It's more than that's the thing. And I, I learned this from my big homie Mike P. Literally, it's uh, you have to be entertainer. Mm-hmm. It's more than just. It's like a brand. Like mm-hmm. I'm more than just a DJ. I'm I'm the the brand of DJ staying itself. So like when you when you come and you hear that tag and you see me pull up with my shit, you know you finna you finna have a good time. You know you, you finna hear some shit that them transitions finna be crazy. You know what I'm saying? You know you you know what you you know what to expect. And I feel like that really sets me apart from different DJs. I mean, I want to say you know what to expect because you know you never know what to expect, especially when they. But like you know, me. but you know to expect yeah, to have a good time exactly. with certain DJs. It's certain DJs you be like, oh, this. What's the era? Have to be weak. What's the era that you loved? Like 2016 DJing? to 2017 was when I started doing my first festivals and concerts and touring. Uh, shout out to Coban at Lyric Lemonade. I did my first. 2,000, 2000 uh, people there, 3,000. I did like three shows back to back with Lyric Lemonade. Lyric, Lyric, literally, Cole gave me the keys to the castle. He said, you, you DJing all night. It was like, it was like Uzi. Uh, no, it was Cardi. Uh, uh, Made in Tokyo. Uh, Lil Pump. Smoke Perp. Uh, Uno that, the Activist. Was that the uh, Summer Smash? Cardi. No, this is before, this is before Summer it? Smash. Bro, this is like two, three years before they even start doing Summer gotcha. Smash. This is they were still doing Cyphers in the yeah, park. Like port- at <laughs> Portage Theater. Yeah, like, bro, at Portage, bro. So I'm yeah. saying, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Yes, bro. So, like, that era was crazy. That's when I first crowd control. Mm-hmm. That's when you start learning how to, outside of, when I do open mics and other intimate events, it's, it's intimate. So it's like, it's easy to control the crowd. It's easy to get them on a vibe. When you got 2,000 people, 2,000 people. That's different. It's, it's way, way different. Way different. Way you got different. more, you got so many cultures and yeah. type yeah. Of people from all over no in person. one spot. No that cap. energy difference. It's too. also, you have to, it's a confidence thing. You yeah, got, you have to be you confident have, on my stage. Because then you, you have, you say you got people from all over. You don't, you don't know that they know what you finna, what you finna play. You, they might know that's when they might not. But as long as you got confidence, you know that oh yeah, I'm finna tee their ass up regardless. Or if they, you know what I'm saying, then you 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 good. Mm-hmm. And also, I pride myself on not having this. I don't go into to events or any bookings with a set list like oh yeah, tonight I'm finna play. I got I'm, I'm finna play these thirty songs. You know what I'm saying? I, I've never done that. I go in and I. I feel like that's a playlist all, DJ. I, you got to you got to you got to catch a vibe. You got to catch a vibe. I got I to gotta know, too, you know, since we understand uh, the point of music, how do you feel about the Chicago culture of music now opposed to back then? Um, it's grown. Um, it's grown. It's still not where it needs to be, um, but it's grown. And I see that. You think it's growing in the right direction? Man, I don't, I don't know nowadays. It, it, honestly, I do. But it's it's so hard because for one it's COVID right now. Mm-hmm. So imagine for the last year and a half, about a year about about a year maybe a little bit more than a year there hasn't really been any shows. So in Chicago, That's the, the underground scene, it, 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 the underground scene is 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 really grown and fed through those shows. So not having any shows is kind of hard to see who's really doing what, who's coming correct. But also if you if you follow those people you, can, you know people still putting out music and shit mm-hmm. people still following and still putting out content but just a little different now because COVID is did affect a lot of things um, of course you got your prominent people in Chicago that's going crazy woo woo but it's still definitely a, pro- a problem of support um, but I feel like 
these open mics and these events that I've been doing in the city kind of bridges that gap because like we have people from all over up north out south out west just coming to do one thing that's just perform their art so I feel like and people out there that appreciate that for one so like I don't know like if we can get that whole if we can just keep that that that, that momentum going across the city then we should be good but it's also kind of hard because events and COVID so Do you I don't so, know oh, yes, so I have a question about COVID so like considering COVID made us sit down and kind of sit with ourselves our creations and whatever obviously we know like in Chicago like originality is one of those things that are it's kind of hard Man. you know so like, like what how do you kind of feel about originality on the fashion sense how it translates into music like I just, uh, originality because I mean because I mean like when I look at something by a stand art it's like I know this is a stand art design it's no questions it's no debates you have you know made like certain things signature to you like the butterfly that was a dragonfly. I mean I'm, excuse me I'm so sorry okay. the dragonfly you made sure you paused no, right there because I mean <laughs> I'm be quiet but the dragonfly that was so key in your first in your first fashion show that's how I that's yeah, you coined you kind of coined yourself off that so like seeing how that even like me just mixing up butterfly like seeing how that happens like that's okay people do it all the time I just gotta correct them because I like to it's a lot of butterflies and I only see a lot of dragonflies out here. So what like, made you choose a dragonfly? Um, dragonfly represents change and e- evolution. So I always see myself evolving. So seeing how I, how I became from FL, finally living to well off, that's a that year off, I told you, to transition to by standard, that was me creating a dragonfly. So mm-hmm. like it's a reflection of me. I'm always evolving, always adapting. I want to know, like, as far as DJing, like in today's, you have so many outlets to put out music for up and coming artists to shine. Do you feel like it's still room for DJs to break new artists and break new music? Uh, man, speaking on that, like that kind of bring, bring back to like the 2016, 2017 blog era. Like, man, it's kind of it's way different nowadays because streaming is a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like streaming even kind of, I won't say tore down, but kind of diminished the blog era a little bit. But like, I don't know. It's it's one more time, what's the question? <laughs> Do you feel like breaking music for DJs is still important? Oh yeah, it's definitely important because like even like even nowadays, like I said I do these open mics and shit. It's I get a lot of people artists. I get a lot. Of, I get even you probably get a lot of music. I get a lot of music just from motherfuckers like giving me that music to perform. And I always tell the artists if I'm fucking with you, I'm like yeah, bro, I'm gonna Let's keep finish. I'm gonna keep this shit in rotation, bro. Just and then. Artists love that Because mm-hmm. I like, feel like One person I watched you Do that with was Blessing Like oh, after we sure. did the Let my people glow With Blessing You was like Hey this shit raw And, and like even, next crazy. thing I know You was like It's crazy I don't, even, I don't even remember that I just fuck with Blessing like I, said, if it's, I always say If it's hot you I'm gonna fuck with it Literally I don't care Who you are Who I mean you know what I'm saying I do care But like I don't care Like if you got a name Behind your shit Or anything It's, it's all love Like I understand That mentality Do you think DJs still have A lot of DJs still have That mentality Like if I fucks with it I'm rapping with it. Mm-hmm. Instead, yeah. he's saying I'm a fuck with it, but just throw me Don't, some cash. I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean, for, for sure. Um, <laughs> the, only, the, only, the only time I've had people, I'd be like, oh yeah, let me give me, give me, let me give you some bread. To spend my shit. It's been at live events, like oh yeah, like I'm at a DJ, DJ at a bar, at a, at a residency at a couple bars. So I'm DJing at a bar or whatever. Oh yeah, let me, let me uh, send you this link to my song. I go fifty dollars. Okay, say less. Right, I'm I got you. Hey, I'm gonna do that, but yeah. yeah, but I'm saying, but other than like. I'm not finna just be like, oh yeah, bro, you want me to spend your shit? It's twenty dollars, right? But like, the mentality, of, like, well, you know, not, it's it's not, it's never about the money. It's never you can't put a monetary value on something you, you're passionate about. 
big fact. Do you feel like more DJs? I feel like what Jones was trying to say is: Do you feel like more DJs are just clout chasing these days, or do you feel like it's DJs that's really picking, like playing music based off the quality of it and to break? Like you say, you see some dope shit. You 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 fuck with it, yeah. But I feel like some people, like how you just said, like I don't care if you got a name behind you or not, a song could be raw as hell. But some DJs will not play it if you don't have no clout. If you don't have a certain level of clout behind it, that shit weak because you you playing a song for all of probably thirty seconds, fifty seconds. It's not gonna hurt nobody. Show if you're a good DJ, you can make it blend good until the next song. So it's just like, it just shows you what kind of DJ you are. Mm. Note it. Clip, retweet. All right, okay, retweet. 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 <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, that's why I just said you, it's all about how you maneuver, how you come. Like, even, this, even that mentality. I'm, I don't know. I'm not really clicked up with that too many DJs out here. I fuck with the probably five on top of my head. And it's like, everything, everybody else is just like, I don't really you know. I don't really say, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't know, know these niggas. <laughs> yeah, I don't know these niggas. That's why I say I'm 2200. I fuck with the gang and shit. Well, fuck with me. I fuck with them. Hey, stay that way too, man. Because genuine. It's hard finding genuineness out here where you know for artists send you some music and you like it, you play it. Some people is out here clout chasing. You know how hard it is. That's what I'm It's all about perspective. I've been on both sides. I've been the artist, and I've also. Same. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's to to be able to do that, you have to experience shit. Like I'm right. pretty sure DJs like, oh, you let me get that bread. They never been on that side of the business. They they never managed the artist. Like facts. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, facts. Literally, they don't they don't understand how that shit go. Like I'm doing, like I said, I'm gonna do this shit out of love just cause. Like I know, no, I, the I, know I know the process, bro. I know mm-hmm. I know this shit not easy. And if this shit was easy, everybody would be doing it. Big facts, man. Uh, I mean, hey, let people know where they can get in tune with you. Also, if you have any upcoming um, releases, oh yeah, Maddie Woods dropping a uh, tape uh, this month in March. You know what I'm saying? We not. It's called uh, Sorry for the Wait, executively produced by Parker Jazz. You know what I'm saying? Shout, Shout out to Parker. Parker. Yeah, yeah you know he's been working. Yeah, so we going to drop that tape sometime this uh, upcoming month. It's um, crazy. Parker only been up here once, and we all know. And him. Like, we fucked him so like, heavy. Like, he been up here once, and we like, yo, shout out to Parker. Parker. <laughs> Social media, motherfucker. Shout, shout, shout out to my boy Parker. Shout, shout out to Parker. Shout out to Chris. Shout out to the whole 22. Hey, uh, what'd you say? You said what I wanted to do. Uh, let, people, let people know where they can get in oh, tune yeah. with you and where they can shit. get the merch. The, the, you know, the, the merch at Instagram, by Stan R. Bystand.r, uh, website bystandr.com, uh, my personal Instagram at stain.dj, literally stain.dj. I don't know how easy it looks, stain.dj, it's so easy. Like bystand.r, it's so easy. But yeah, that's where you follow me at, uh, Instagram, private DJ stain. Uh, and yeah, tune in with me, you know what I'm saying? I ain't going nowhere, I'll be here in the city. Get some merch, get at me. Need me DJ event, shit. Get at me. On the real, you need a Matty Woods feature. Get, yeah, at, get at me, shit. <laughs> a, little, a little ticket, but shit. You, if you want it, you can get it. On oh, God, I'll get it. Why it's a little ticket instead it's of a big, big ticket? ticket okay. Okay. Shit, it's big now, but it's gonna get bigger. <laughs> <laughs> big, big, for sure. You got taxes, you got loans, look, you got all this look, money curling around. They can look, afford it. Look, all right, it's oh, pandemic, God, baby. Hey, we appreciate you sliding. This package is coming around. We appreciate you sliding, man. It's I want to get this on camera. Oh, I got, I got them up. Gifts. Hey, oh, donations. I like socks. You feel donations? Hey, I got <laughs> black. I love black socks. I can wear these four what times. You you black or white? Yeah. Um, white. You white? Hey, look, oh, I take the black. You want black? Yeah, I take the black. Look, I can rock some black socks. You know what, what I mean? You want. I like socks there you go. Yes, my, my, my pops always told me a man always need a pair of socks when he go over a woman's house. Yeah. 
Walk by faith, not by wait. Socks and draws. Socks and the toothbrush. Oh, uh, socks and toothbrush. Okay. Socks, yeah, draws, and socks and toothbrush. That's all the man needs. He, he didn't say draws. He didn't say draws. Draws and socks and the toothbrush. And I'm okay that he said a toothbrush and not draws. Honestly, I'm gonna say hygiene is way more important than draws. Long as your balls is clean, the draws don't matter. So yeah, you can hop in the shower with that crib. Say something real quick. Oh yeah, it took me. I imagine. I'll just say I imagine that since four years. We just hit 10K followers on Instagram. But we've we hit, we hit millions of streams, streams. Out for years mm-hmm. now. But to, like I say it's all about the journey. To see that grow in, like, you know what I'm saying, from 1,000 to 10,000, it's a beautiful sight to see. Organically. Organically. Shout out Maddie Woods. Like, man. All that shit. A lot of shit. A lot of shit. A lot of shit, shit man. That's <laughs> <laughs> what I said. It's all, it's all about the process. You got to enjoy it. You got to enjoy the journey while you still on it. Facts, Facts y- Y'all definitely got a lot more journey coming y'all way, man. Y- Appreciate y'all, Definitely man. got success really. on the way. Uh, the clothes look. The, I'm loving the hoodie you got on right so now. That's this, dope. This is Zaytoven. I said my my, my my homie pray for me. My homie uh, Zaytoven. You know, said whyprayforme.com. That's my. I told you. That's how I met Matt, my roommate. Yeah, but he he a fashion designer too. So that's why I said that's a dope way to show love. Yeah, yeah it is. Yeah, but look, you know I, I got put my shit on with my shit. Hey, mismatch designer, designer. Look, this shit. Look and you got Keith on it. That's mismatch designer, bro. You know, shout out. He from St. Louis too, so he really used to be showing love. Oh, okay, hell yeah, yeah, yeah bro. So tap mm-hmm. in, tap know, in. We gotta get him we up here. Like, yeah, yeah. He next, no cap. I bring him up here. Definitely, and Kobe gonna be open by that time too. He be doing Smino shit too. So, with that being said, y'all, we appreciate everybody tuning in to us every Saturday from 4 to 6. Yeah, 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 yeah. Of course, I'm your boy, Biko. You can follow me at Official Biko. That's Official. B as in boy, E-K-O-E. Download that Illinois app. Take us with you wherever you go. And uh, pretty ride us to it. What's up, y'all? I'll do your drop when we play the music. Okay, bet. That makes more sense. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's your girl, Pretty Riot. Make sure you follow me on Instagram, at Pretty Riot. My Twitter's underscore Pretty Riot. I feel like I've been capping a lot more on Twitter, so get used mm-hmm. to that. I've low-key been Twitter capping. I like you have. Honestly, but what's so crazy is, like, if you've been following me on Twitter for a long time, you know that that Twitter cap not new to me. Well, it's new mm-hmm. to me. I, I calm down. Because I ain't never been on there. Yeah, no, nah, I'm, I'm really true to this, not new to this. So nah, follow me on Twitter at underscore Pretty Riot. Blow up the girl who will not give me my goddamn at name without the fucking underscore. Man. Um, I'm I dropping shit that. real soon, but... um. That's all I'm going to say is I'm dropping shit real soon. Ooh, Jones. I like that. <laughs> what Jones? Yo, what's good? It's Illinois Jones. You can Look follow me finger. on Jones Instagram. Jones trying to be like me so bad. I know, right? And I'm stuck. <laughs> <laughs> Say stop it Put it down I was just watching her For like 30 seconds just, I'm sure. Hey look You hear me Look Follow me on Instagram And Twitter at Illinois Jones 88 You know what I mean I don't like y'all that much you y'all my Facebook Snapchat But it's all love though If y'all wanna hear my voice Y'all can download That Illinois app Or y'all can just go to the website Illinois.co and go to radio and you can hear my voice 24-7. You can even watch old reruns of Homer Drill if you really want to see my face. Ladies, that's for y'all. You hear me? Oh, brother. But look, it feel good outside. The snow is melting. The haters evaporating. Look, mm. party hard, but mm, party, party safe. safe. And if you, you can't, can't do, do both, both, stay your ass in the house. For those that don't know who I am, I am Biko. It's your girl, Pretty Riot. I'm Illinois John. I just want to thank you for tuning in to Illinois Radio.
every Saturday from 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. Make sure you guys go ahead and subscribe on YouTube. Search Illinois Radio. Head over to your Spotify, your Apple Podcasts, all of those streaming networks where you can stream podcasts and search Illinois Radio. We right there. Hit that subscribe button. Hit that like button. Hit that follow button and uh, stay in tune with us. You have it. We on that big peas. See you later, alligator. I'm really the end of it, and that's all, folks.